There's a hearing that's going on. There's one in Colorado, and there's one in Minnesota, and that's one I want to get caught up on because, you know what, our friend has been all over that. His name is Bill Warner. He's our correspondent, Minnesota News Network. Bill, welcome back, man. You've been busy, my friend. <laughs> this is this is a big day. I uh, mean, you know, we get national stories around in Minnesota occasionally, but this is really a big one, you know, in terms of that it plays right into the 2024 election. I mean, the question being that there's a, a group that is petitioning the Minnesota Supreme Court, asking them to keep Donald Trump's name off the ballot in 2024. And, and it all is, it's a, it's a constitutional question, at least the heart of the whole argument is, Tyler. Mm -hmm. And uh, if folks don't mind, without getting the weeds too far, I, I want to read from the actual section of the United States Constitution, just a little piece of it here, sure. uh, about, about what the case is hanging on. It's the 14th Amendment, it's Section 3, in case anybody wants to look it up. It was passed in, in 1866, so right after the Civil War, and that's kind of what prompted it. And I'll just read you just a couple quick, quick excerpts out of it that are kind of the, the heart of this case. It says, no person shall be a senator or a representative in Congress or an elector of president and vice president or hold any office, civil or military, under the United States or under any state who, having previously taken an oath to support the Constitution of the United States, shall have it engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same or given aid or comfort to the enemies thereof. So the, the petitioners are saying insurrection, they are alleging that's what Donald Trump did on January 6th. Right. And uh, and that's that's the the heart of the case in terms of constitutional. Now, there's a lot of other questions, too, that are, that are being brought up. But that's the heart of it. You know, Bill, that, that term's been thrown around a lot since that day. And I mean, it's still Correct. pretty Correct. fresh because, I mean, it, I remember sitting in this very studio, you know, giving those live updates, wondering yeah. and getting our congressmen and senators on to make sure they were safe uh, along with their staff. And since then. Right. You know, there's been, yep, insurrection. Others saying, Tyler, it never was uh, dubbed an insurrection. So do you know, Bill, in this court case, who, if anybody, would have to determine, yes, in fact, it was an insurrection, or no, yeah. it was just a riot that got out of control? You, you're, you're asking the key question, okay? okay? And there was debate in the oral arguments, or discussion, I should say, in the oral arguments today before the Minnesota Supreme Court about, in fact, who should do that. Um, does the determination in terms of the... The impeachment proceedings against Donald Trump, does that determine it? Uh, the fact that he was not convicted, right, of those of those accusations, uh, does that determine it? Do the courts determine it? And the indications that we're getting, and, you know, it, it's, it's shaky to try to predict what um, the Supreme Court justices might rule, Okay, but a lot of analysts that I talked to on this, including our, uh, our veteran analyst, Hamlin University, uh, Professor David Schultz, he's a legal and a political expert, um, he, he's, what he's saying and what, what seems to be the indication is that these justices are wondering whether they, need to, whether they should wade into this. And I'll play a key clip, um, just about a 30-second clip here, from the Chief Justice of the Minnesota Supreme Court, Natalie Hudson, and what she said in court. Uh, just earlier today. Let's say we agree with you that we do have the authority to keep Mr. Trump's name off the ballot. Should we, is the question that, that concerns me the most. You run square into the problem where you have the potentiality of 50 different states uh, deciding this question differently, whether states have the right to determine 
uh, who's eligible for a national office. And that concerns me that you have this possibility for, for just chaos. Now, the response from the petitioner's attorney, these are the folks who want Trump's name off the ballot. Ronald Fine is their attorney, and he says Minnesota law says shall, uh, not may, uh, and had the legislature intended to provide a discretionary jurisdiction, uh, the, the legislature certainly could have. But former President Trump's attorney, Nicholas Nelson, told the court it is not for the courts to decide whether the former president is on the ballot. When parties ask the courts to decide who can or can't be president, the courts overwhelmingly say that's not a decision that should be made in the judiciary. That's a decision that should be made elsewhere. So you kind of get an idea there, Tyler, of how the arguments are, are lining up. Now, there's another issue as well. Uh, you may have, folks may have noted that uh, in the uh, 14th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution, it talks about that no person may hold any office. And it also came up in, in the oral arguments what that what that really means uh, as an example the the kind of one of the the key the pointed question from Associate Justice Anne McKeg is there a difference between holding office and and putting his name on the ballot and does that impact or should it impact our analysis here well attorney Ronald Fine again the petitioner's attorney the folks who want Trump off the ballot responded the U.S. Constitution prohibits holding office but Minnesota state law says you can't run for an office. You can't appear on a ballot for which you are ineligible. But Trump attorney Nicholas Nelson is arguing the former president is not ineligible under the U.S. Constitution because of what happened on January 6th. Was crimes, some of them serious, was violence, some of it serious, uh, but that it did not reach the, the scale or scope of what would be regarded as an insurrection. So you can see, Tyler, it comes right back to the question that you asked, right, about it was it in fact an insurrection. Where is that decision? Where should that decision uh, rest? Should it be with the courts or should it be with the, with the Congress? Or should it be with the people uh, of the United States of America, the people of Minnesota, and by extension, uh, the, the, uh, the people who are voting in the rest of the state? Mm, that's clear as mud, my friend. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, and it, it, what, what I see just observing here, because that, like I say, that term insurrection has been thrown around uh, yeah. I think some can argue appropriately in one case versus another, and I'll give you an example here. I know that you know the current president Joe Biden was at a farm in Minnesota yesterday, and there was right. you know there, there's protests, there there was uh, demonstrations based on the administrative approach towards Gaza, Israel, Correct. Palestine, Hamas, and that also happened inside the United States Capitol. Just I think last week. And they are wanting to, some people that don't want to deem what happened on January 6th as an insurrection, they're trying to label those protests as insurrection. So, Bill, my point is everything's now being called an insurrection, in my opinion, to try to make this even less clear of an argument for a case like what's going on in the Supreme Court in your state. And, and you know, the argument, of course, of, the, of, the, of former President Trump's attorneys is that this is a lot different than the Civil War, uh, and and I don't think there's any dispute that that the Civil War and and the the aftermath of that prompted the Fourteenth Amendment, uh, the Section Three, uh, of the United States Constitution. But the, the Trump Trump's attorneys are are arguing, hey, this is nothing like we didn't go anywhere near as far down the path as what happened in the Civil War, uh, and and the petitioners, attorneys, people who want uh, Trump's name off the ballot, say, well, he. He uh, goaded these people, uh, incited them, said, 
you've got to fight like hell was the was the word right, right. um and, and and sent him off to the capitol and they almost prevented the congress from doing uh what it was uh, uh legally supposed to do which is to certify the results of a presidential election you know but but the, the takeaway from today's hearing i think tyler really is that the justices i think are and again i don't want to presume to be in their minds okay mm-hmm. we can only kind of read from kind of the indications they're giving in oral arguments by the questions that they're asking and what analysts are saying yes that these questions indicate certain things is that they're very circumspect um to to wade into this um and, and it's a question of um in fact the timing of it might might they say no that the constitution says hold office it doesn't say whether you know you can have them, have them on the ballot or not so it's that decision is premature okay in other words the case isn't ripe in legal yeah. terminology okay well, parlance. Well, you know, go ahead. So go ahead. No, well, I say, I mean, I, I hate this term because it's used for everything. But maybe we're living in those type of times that it's an unprecedented case where what you're oh, saying, but yeah. the it line is. of questioning from the the ju- justices is really trying to figure out a separation of you know the federal, state, correct people. Correct. You know, it, it's and for for political science. Yeah, right, for right. for political scientists, I mean, fascinating. But I think there are some people that just they want to have this, and I, I I guess I can't speak for the free speech for people group, which I'll ask you about in a minute here. I yeah. mean, they want a definitive answer like uh, last year, and now they're they're getting their day in court. Literally, this isn't right. something that's just going to be okay. Yep. Oh, here it is. I mean, you can just tell already from this uh, the oral arguments bill that they're really trying as you're you're painting the picture for us. Try to figure out exactly what role who plays and that is not going to be just a quick overnight solution that's that's correct and and some of the analysts david schultz from hamlin notably among them is saying that the, the proper role is to let this be decided by the people of the united states of america mm-hmm. um and he points back to the bush v gore case right where there was a supreme court ruling in there and there are many who pointed the finger at the Supreme Court for saying they decided that election. Um, you know, so what do you do? Do you say, no, we're not going to, as a court, does the court say, no, we're not going to make a decision now to keep them off the ballot. We're going to let the electoral process play out, let the people go to the voting booth if Trump is on the ballot. And if he wins, then we have the issue of, does the Constitution allow him to hold office, right? Mm-hmm. Then, of course, you... You have a situation where you might have a ruling from a state Supreme Court in one state that's different from another, and where do we go from there? Ultimately, this this case, I, I think even this case of whether, whether he's on or off the ballot, likely ends up at the United States yeah. Supreme Court, right? Because you've got Colorado cases and you've got cases in, what, half a dozen, I guess, or more of other states that are pending. But Colorado was first out of, out of the gate, and, and Minnesota close behind on this one. Uh, Bill... I, I just have a quick question here. You're right. I think this does get appealed, and no matter what that decision, yeah, in the, so. yeah Probably, it ends no. up in the Supreme Court of the United States here. But maybe uh, not for Minnesota, but from yeah, some other. You sure. know, we don't know Minnesota yet. Probably, possibly for Minnesota, but certainly, I would think with all the other states that are in play. Yeah. Final question that that's not really related, but I, I did bring it up just a little bit ago. The, the demonstrations, the protests, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, about Joe Biden coming. The the take from. Right. I mean, is is that a groundswell? Is it a large 
hey, we're not happy, they're going to rally? Because mm-hmm. I think about, you know, there's one side of the equation we just talked about with Donald Trump. The other side is likely going to be Joe Biden. Yeah. And there's, yeah, a, right. a voting, there's a voting block it. there that, that is being threatened saying, no, we're done with him. Is there a lot of legs to this protest out there? Yeah, well, and the protests, you know, are, of course, what, what's happening in the Middle East, right, with Israel yeah. and Gaza. Okay, they're centering around that. The, the broader question is, does concern or doubt or however you want to term it on the part of some Democrats about the president's age, let's be frank, okay, mm-hmm. and watching that closely, his performance in various public venues, including yesterday in Minnesota, right, okay, does that have, does that have enough traction to give folks like Dean Phillips uh, momentum uh, or somebody else? as an example, or are people going to say, well, we've got a known quantity with uh, Joe Biden, uh, and we know what the, I'm talking about Democrats now, okay, and, and we know what the opposition, who the opposition probably will be, right, probably Donald Trump, mm-hmm. so what do we do in this case? And some polls are suggesting that people want to take more that approach about, hey, you know, we have a known quantity here, even though there may be a question yeah. about his age, right, versus, but again, you know, that's that's one poll and sure. other polls have shown other things. Yeah. Bill, I'm out of time, man. Uh, I'll be following along uh, the next time these guys and gals get together. <laughs> I expect you to come on and give us the latest, all right? Absolutely. Yeah, a lot, a lot going on. We'll talk to you then. All right, you take care okay. until next time, all right? All right, you all right, too, huh? Yeah, all right. Okay. That's Bill Warner, Minnesota News Capital Correspondent. Your thoughts, 35270. i got to get a weather update. Way behind my time for two tall Tom Schmansky.